0: Hi um we will talk about uh, s- uh, chapter 1 of supply chain management so let me share the screen with you okay now the objective of this uh, chapter 1 is to identify the element of operation and supply chain management. Uh, we will evaluate the efficiency of the firm, know the potential career and opportunities in the operation and supply chain management, recognizing the major concepts that define the operation and supply chain management field. So, um, <clears throat> Now in the beginning, I'd like to talk about the, the, uh, the strategy, the process and the analysis. These three always uh, integrated in with each other if you are can have um, an OCM uh, successfully. So there is a strategy and then you, according to the strategy, you pulled up the process and then you do the analysis and you do it's on constant base of adjusting. Now the operation and supply chain management, Uh, involve uh, specialties in um, these are the fields that you probably can uh, run to it if you're gonna work in this uh, field. Or we will be also talking about it during the year about them. It's it's about product design. It's about purchasing, manufacturing, service operation, uh, logistic distribution. So everything away from Um, probably the accounting and uh, sales and marketing, the rest is part of the supply chain management and operation. And uh, they all is success depends upon the um, orientation related strategy process and delivery a product and service and analysis to the support decision needs to manage the firm. In other words, as we said, um, a successful uh, supply chain management and operation has a three part. One part is the strategy. When you build the strategies to implement the the plan, then you talk about the uh, set up the process and you do the process and implement the process to meet your strategy. And then you do the analysis where you adjust your strategy and you adjust your process again for it. So it was on constant adjustment happening in, in this field. So the question is, what is the operation and supply chain management? The definition is the, des- the design operation and improvement of the system that create and deliver the firm primary products and services so it could be a service or it could be a, a primary use so the the design and the operation and improvement of that system is part of the supply chain management uh, and OCCM OSCM. Operation supply chain management is concerned with the management of the entire product production or service delivery system. And we will be talking about more about product production or service delivery systems uh, separately. And we try to analyze them and see how we can, things that we need to know about it to improve the service or to improve the product. So it's basically the function Field business uh, of business are operation and supply chain management, uh, marketing, finance and sales. So we have uh, as we said in the early, there is a four fields, and most of us are aware of the marketing, aware of the sales, aware of the finance. the, the rest is belong to operation and supply chain management. So the land of the work, the land of a job opportunity is a huge in if you're a specialized in operation or supply chain management. Now, um, so operation and supply chain process is, as we said, is First is operation and then second part is the supply chain. The operation is made of manufacturing and service process used to transform the resource into products. So you have a, a material, you got the semi-finished or, fini, uh, or not on the raw material and you process it, to to, uh, the product for the other supplier or the end user customers. Manufacturing product produce a physical product and then you get the service product, it's the intangible product. And they both have certain specification that when we are operating in the factory or a company, we need to take into consideration of these two things uh, in order to improve the businesses. The part of the supply chain is the process that move the, um, uh, probably that uh, uh, move information and material uh, to, and from the firm. And when it's part of like a logistical process, move the products, Warehousing process stores products. Information makes the process more efficient. So you got the products that you, how we move in the products within the organization, with its manufacturing, or between one supplier to another uh, customer or supplier or whatever. And the second part is uh, the, the the warehousing and the procedures of warehousing, and the information makes the process efficient. Uh, um. <clears throat> Now, uh, just a quick thing, um, some definition that you probably need to know about it is the fact that um, operation supply chain, planning is the process needed to operate an existing supply chain strategies. So basically, when we talk about strategy, now we're talking about a company, for example, it's like a, a big ship versus a small ship. A small ship when it's moving from point A to B, because there is one captain and one person is on the ship, it could be very flexible to move things around easily. But if we're talking about a larger mid-sized ship, there is, has to be, there is some, the strategy we moving from point A to B, there has to be a plan because there was like a, a, a fuel involved in it. The consumption, the stopping, there are so many things in it. So, you cannot even in a company, you always have to be planning according to the, the strategy that is built to it. The second part that you need to know is the sourcing selecting of the supplier that will deliver the good and service needed to create different product. A set of pricing, delivery, payment, and partnership metrics needed. Here, where we're gonna talk one chapter about it, where we trying to mitigate the risk and um, looking at the different type of sourcing and who is supposed to source to that when they deliver on. Also, we trying to maximize the profit, minimizing the cost by increasing, you know, maximizing the cost of the uh, good purchase or material purchase, the type of uh, payment, and what kind of a partnership we're looking at. And these are, we'll be touching on it in the coming chapters. Making, producing the major product or providing the service. So we take a raw material or semi-finished good, and we try to finish it, make it to a a different product and give it to the end user or a customer or another buyer who becomes a, a supplier for another supplier or another service. Delivering is the logistic process as selecting uh, carriers, coordinating the movement of goods and information and collecting payments from the customers. Delivering is very important. One of the things is delivering on time, just in time, whether you have a perishable good, non-perishable good, that all makes a difference. It's also you need to be very careful that you don't buy a lots of things, and there is a full chapter about the, the warehouse management and how we uh, deliver things, uh, get the things from the suppliers, and then deliver it to the to the customers. So these are all things that we need to to look at it them um, carefully. Um, returning. Is as a process of receiving, you know, defective product, wear out product, and excess product that the customer uh, doesn't buy it and send it back to you. And this is part of the, probably the contract that you're signing with uh, uh, a buyer or a customer. Now, um, so the whole process is, uh, supply chain process is first you start, probably in the middle with the planning. And there is a planning for making the product, but before you, you plan of making a product, there is a planning for how you get the sourcing. There is a planning for the sourcing. There's a planning for making the product. There's a planning for delivering and planning for returning. So you, you have a planning of how you're gonna get your sources from which suppliers, and then you have a plan of how to make these products and how you deliver this product and how you return this product if there is some defective uh, things in it. Now, um, so the product in general, we, any company, they provide two type of, uh, shall I say, good and service or a mix between them. You have the pure good and you have the extreme pure services. And there is something in the middle which is the basically delivering a good, and you to make it to make, you, to make it a more competitive, you add some kind of a service in it. Now there is the other side where it is a pure services, and then to make it a competitive you add some product or you deliver a product in order for, to, for you to deliver really the service. So your bread and butter could be very defined. What is it? When it's kind of a, 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 there was a product service or a, a product uh, supported by a service or a service supported by a product. And that would make a big difference in uh, operation and supply chain management as example if you look at the for example products is usually they are tangible um, so um, it needs less interaction with the customers and often homogeneous they're very similar and if they're not pressure perishables uh, it can be put in the warehouse <clears throat> on the other hand on the extreme part of it, is that you have the the uh, intangible uh, which is services like you know um, universities uh, um, doctors uh, uh, these uh, lawyers they're intangible if the time passed by you lose that time so having a doctor doing not delivering it's a loss so that's where it makes a difference between um, extreme um, good and extreme disservice so in the intangible interaction with the customer required inherently heterogeneous is usually different and it's perishable it's time dependent as we said and defined and evaluated as a package of of future so these you need to look to differentiate between all of these whether we have a good extremely good or extremely services or a combination of them a good example uh, probably the product that you find them in um, dolorama these are only products they're sitting so you can pick them up whenever it's possible but on other hand if you're talking about a products like a, uh, IBM we get to confuse is IBM is uh, producing products their goal is really to provide services. So they push their mainframes, their products, in order for them to provide services. And as we said, as an extremely pure services like college, our college universities, hospitals, lawyers. So these are the differences between them. Now, as we said, pure goods, food products, chemical mining, they're all homogeneous and similar. Now you get the core good, appliance, uh, automobile, data storage systems. These are kind of, uh, they are selling you good, but there is some service comes as a support behind it. And then you get the core services like uh, hotel airlines, internet providers, and these are usually um, uh, their goal is to sell you the services, but they provide you some products behind it. Uh, and then you got the pure services like university and medical and investment companies. So these are the extreme, the four types in the market available or a combination of between them. Um, yeah, as, as, as somebody who work, works in that, you need to figure it out. Um, where is your company? Where is this company that you're working for? It's fit, and usually you'll find it in their the strategy and business plan. Now, um, if we are talking first to, just a second, uh, if we wanna talk about uh, probably a product service bundling, as we said, Um, refers to a company building services activity into its product offering. And you'll probably find a lot of products that they provide service. And usually you don't purchase a product if there is no one 800 number service or maintenance service, something like that. So many firms offer a combination of good services, products that are supported by service such as warranties and guarantees and training. Um, Service are enhanced through the inclusion of this product, of the product. So in order for them to be competitive, they provide some kind of a service behind the product they are selling it. Um, So uh, in the other side, it's a little bit different. And we will talk about that other side too. In the other side, probably, they are trying to sell you the service Where they make the big chunk, and you have uh, a good example when you go and buy um, uh, a mobile um, in, um, you know, like Roger or something, they will give you the iPhone for free. uh, But it's bundled because they are trying to sell you the service that they have there. So you sign a contract with them for two years, It, it, it is the service that they are providing it will cover the cost of that equipment. Now, there is a three thing, whether you are talking about uh, products or service or a combination of them in the middle, there's three things you need to take into consideration. Efficiency, effectiveness, and value, uh, value. Efficiency doing something at the lowest possible cost. Now, effectiveness doing the right thing to create the most value, value for the customer, you become very effective. And then the value is basically what we say, we, we pay dollars for the value perceived for it. So uh, the attractiveness of a product relative to its price. And sometimes if you're looking for something and you can now find it, and you find it somewhere is a little bit more expensive. You will take it because you value it so much for it. So these are three different things that you need to take into consideration. How, when you have to be efficient oh, how how and how much, how much you have to be effective, and what's the value on it. Let's give you an example. In a supermarket where. Um, um it's inefficient to have two or three tellers there, somebody who is, you know, uh, uh, have the less numbers on the on the you know machines, the better for the the owners. But it's not effective if you have so many customers are buying and staying in the lineup. So you need to be effective. So you need to put more people on the tellers so they can quickly, the customer buy things and walk out. So that's what you call effective. But if you want to be more efficient, you will have less people there and that might hurt you as a business wise. And the value—how many times you walk in in a store and you see a big lineup, so you just leave your stuff and walk out because they are not being effective; they are being efficient. So you need to do some balancing between effectiveness and efficiencies. But the value is a different thing. Uh, when you're buying something worth of ten dollars, maybe you value it ten dollars. Some other probably will buy will value it higher or lower. So is the benefit you receive from it, that's that's what the value is all about. Now, um, <clears throat> so evaluating efficiency is a benchmarking, a process in which one company studies the process of another company to identify whether uh, best practice, or usually they will search in general where is the best practice and they try to compare themselves to to others. Benchmarking is important for investors and because they want to make sure that this company is working efficiently so they can invest in it more or they will look at it. From, from, from an operation and supply chain perspective, the relative cost of providing a good or service is a closely related to earning growth, so, um, so the benchmarking is more important for the investor because they wanna see the dollar that they are putting there, how much revenue is generating for them. Efficiency, so uh, means a loss because you're minimizing the cost and maximizing the profit in, in, in a way. Now, there is the management efficiency ratios, and we need to go through these few definitions so you can you know, keep them in mind for uh, quizzes and tests and exams reasons. The days of sales outstanding. It means the numbers of days that it takes to collect the cash from the customer. So you are delivering your product and sometimes you give them a three days, sometimes you give them one month, three months. These are the days that it needed to collect the cash from them. And the day inventory is a number of day worth of inventory. When you buy something to sell it, um, how many days it stays in your inventory there in the warehouse before it gets sold? <clears throat> and that's the reason is how much is this product is staying there and costing, holding to your, 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 your funds and holding to your money and how much costing you for keeping that product. So the day inventory is important um, and it's a number of the days worth of inventory. The payable uh, period, how quickly the supplier are paid. So um, um, when, when you take things, you take things on a credit and how quick that you will pay, the longer you uh, take time, the better for, for you uh, to pay the supplier. Uh, cash conversion cycle is how quickly a company convert the cash it's received from the sales to company profit. So once you get the cash, uh, usually there's part of it, you pay for the expenses. There is some part of it, you have to hold it there. So how quickly you can convert it to a profit because a profit is the main goal for the investors. Receivable turnover, number of times receivable are collected. So, when you make a, 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 a you you sell something you put it on a receivable, and the longer is the receivable, the chance to collect it is less and more risky. so you want to make sure that as, as short as possible you can collect your money but sometimes the market will not allow you to do that because there is a competition and somebody if he's giving somebody the credit of one month and they have a similar product that you do and if you try to give them a three months credit, they will go with your competition because it is giving them one month credit. So receivable turnover, it's about the number of times receivables are collected and uh, how long it's taken in it. Inventory turnover is the average of time inventory is sold <clears throat> and replaced during the year. And uh, once again, we will go through a chapter where we talk in details about inventory tur- turnover and calculation, and when we supposed to buy um, the 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 the, the finished good or uh, raw materials, and how many's and how long we supposed to keep it. And that's and all determined by the inventory turnover. And then you have the asset turnover is the amount of sales generated for every dollar worth of asset. So if I'm putting a hundred dollars in uh, buying an asset, um, what's the profit I'm generating? If I'm doing it manually costing me zero uh, to produce this stuff and if I bring the machine, which is worth of $10,000. I need to do the calculator, whether I'm doing enough uh, turnovers and making sales more, which is, helps me to get, get more about the product. We will talk about this a full chapter about this part also. So I think it would be very interesting for you to, to go on these details. now. Just to make sure that you, uh, after the, those definitions, you need to look at these calculations that is done. Management efficiency ratios, which is the, of the cash conversion cycles, is the days sales outstanding plus the days inventory minus the payable period. Now, the other thing that you need to see is the receivable turnover, how it's calculated is the annual credit sales on the average account receivable. This is all is a cost accounting and uh, management accounting. And to do the inventory turnover, you do the cost of goods sold, which is you can get it from the financial spreadsheet on the average of inventory value. And the last is the asset turnover where the revenue or sales or divided by total assets. And these are the things where the investor usually looks at them in order to, or banks looks at them in order to supply you with more funds in a way. Now um, here is some jobs that uh, you probably when you look at them now you look at them differently and they are as we said, beside the finance, market uh, finance and uh, sales, these are the jobs that belong to operation and supply chain management. One is like the planet manager where he is you know the, uh, calculating the materials that is needed and uh, doing the operation there. The other things like a hospital administrator, uh, a branch manager, um, department store manager, uh, call center manager, supply chain manager, um, purchasing manager, quality control manager, uh, business process improvement analysis or BPM, and uh, the lean improvement manager. These are all the jobs um, belong to uh, operation and supply chain, so there is a big chunk of jobs in a market is probably eighty four to ninety percent of the uh, work uh, jobs are belong to uh, operation and supply chain management. as for example, project manager, um, you will have uh, all kind of project IT uh, physical uh, operation uh, productions all these kind of things. And you have the production control analysis is somebody in charge of looking at the production how can improve the production and how can he minimize the cost. And then you have the facilities or if the, uh, somebody's in charge of the facilities manager and CEO, this is one of the jobs that I used to do as a chief operating officer for, uh, um, for a value added services. Uh, which is a combination of product and services. So CEO is uh, is reporting to chief executive officer. I've done this for over, over I think six years for value-added services. <clears throat> so um, now the next thing, the career in operation and supply chain manager as we said, you can be a plant manager, oversees the workforce and physical resource like inventory equipment and information technology required to produce the organization product. You can be a hospital administrator where you oversees a human resource management staffing and financing at the healthcare facility plus the product. You can be the branch manager such as in a bank oversees all the aspect of financial Transaction at a branch, department store manager, which is you see them a lot in the stores, oversees all the aspect of staffing and customer services. Call center manager oversees the staffing and customer service activity at all call centers. Supply chain manager, which is negotiate the contract with vendors and coordinate the flow of material inputs to the production process and the shipping of finished product to the customer. So, um, and purchasing manager manages the day-to-day aspect of purchasing such as invoicing and follow-up and all these things. Now, these are some some kind of jobs that you can get in supply chain management, uh, uh, OSCM. Um, The others is like a logistic manager and it is uh, oversees the the movement of goods through the supply chain warehousing distribution manager oversees uh, all aspects of running a warehouse. Business process improvement analysis applies the tools to learn product to reduce the cycle of time and eliminate the waste in a process, quality control, manager is applies the techniques of statistical quality control where they minimize the defects and the products. Um, Lean improvement manager is usually trained organization members in a lean production and continuous improvement. We will touch on all these subjects where we will have a general understanding and some understanding of these products. Project manager, which is a plan and coordinator Staff activities such as a new product development, new technology deployment, and a new facility location. I've done such such job for a, for a few years uh, in the field of IT. Product, production control, analysis of plans, and schedule day-to-day production. And you get the facility manager ensure that the building facility design, layout, furniture, and other equipment are operating at the peak efficiencies. I know it's a little bit more information, but this is, we will go on the details once we we get to uh, each subject separately. But overall, the, the history uh, of development for operation and chain management started in probably in early days in 1800. But uh, in this book, we will touch on subject that after 1980s. Uh, uh, so uh, we will be talking about uh, probably uh, just in time uh, the Japanese way of, uh, you know, uh, started this thing. Uh, total quality management and uh, we were to talk about service quality and production. Uh, what's the six sigma qualities and business process. And you, you see each one has developed in a certain years. And you know, the electronic commerce, we will talk about them because there is an assignment on the electronic commerce for you. And the supply chain management, service science and sustainability, which is we uh, probably the last subject uh, that we can talk about and it's a recent things it's happening now. And, um, you know, the business analysis is a process that you analyze, you're trying to find out what's the best approach to minimize the costs and maximize the profit and um, increase the efficiencies and the effectiveness. Now, current issues that in OCM which is the cool stuff about it and people are working on it uh, you know trying to get an edge on on these is coordinating the relationship with organization. You know there's most there's lots of products that is um has so many, you get it from so many suppliers or the suppliers gets it from this, there is a stages in it and you could fit between all these stages uh, or you could be the end stage where you provide to the customer. So the coordination between the, these organizations is very important is managing the company that produce component and supply uh, major business function of the firm. We will bring some softwares. You will look at them, very sophisticated one, and how it works and work in working in uh, CRM or uh, BPM or BAI. These are information that you're going to look at. it. Too. So we will have a two way of looking. One way is looking at uh, operation directly or service directly. And then the other way we we're going to look at it eventually, we will look at, taking the application, the most sophisticated applications in the market and break it down to see why they have something like that. So you probably would have two part of the understanding because these days, most of these operations runs based on IT. So you need to understand which uh, what's in the IT that can help your operations also. The second thing is uh, optimizing global suppliers production and distribution network, make, mitigating the risk, um, getting the things on time, minimizing uh, the cost. All these is part of the optimizing the global suppliers because now it's a, it's a global market and it's open. So leveraging the information available to the firm to make a decision concerning inventory, transportation and production. Uh, it's very important. Sometimes you cut part of your production give it to the supplier, whether, or you work as a, you know, um, horizontal or vertical with others, just to make sure that everything is under control, is how you're gonna make that decision. Um, uh, Managing the customer's touch point, recognizing that the resource utilization decision must consider both the cost staffing and the cost of associated with the, lost customer. And we spoke about the supermarket, we know you have a tellers or in a bank, you don't wanna stay in a big lineup because that sound um, um, probably uh, l- uh, less effective, but you need to be uh, efficient. You lower the numbers of the, the tellers, people there, but once you, people say it's in a lineup, big lineup, you might lose some customers and the raising of awareness of competitive advantage of um, operation supply chain management. Many company have created significant advantage through the um, uh, operation and supply chain management, like Amazon, like uh, uh, it's one of the top big companies. Uh, there is so many of them that they don't produce, they really have uh, the middle for the, the operation and supply chain, they're part of it, and it's it, they. It, it people have a, if you don't put a specialized people in these fields, and you bring them from a different field, they might not do in a good job, and eventually sales would not do well, and uh, man, company and the management would not do well. Uh, the all the others is supportive staff, support staff, but. The the core business is to have people who can produce the service or goods for you. So by now um, we have finished chapter one and uh, hopefully we will be, next class we'll be talking about chapter two and I will supply with all the information. You have a nice day.